Welcome to Right Spokane Perspective with your host, Tim. And Shannon. It's opinion, fact, information, and your alert system. Stay tuned and enjoy the show. And welcome to Right Spokane Perspective on this transformational Thursday episode. We're talking about transformational truth. We're going to have Sherry Olson from Path of Life, and we're going to have special guest Joe Dallas on the line with us, and we're going to jump into a conversation about that transformational truth educational conference coming up after inspiration. Our inspiration today is help my unbelief. Where is my faith? Even deep down right in there is nothing but emptiness and darkness. If there be God, please forgive me. The author of those words might surprise you. It was Mother Teresa. Beloved and renowned as a tireless servant of the poor of Calcutta, India, Mother Teresa quietly waged a desperate war for her faith over five decades. After her death in 1997, that struggle came to light when portions of her journal were published in the book, Come Be My Light. What do we do with our doubts or feelings of God's absence? Those moments may plague some believers more than others, but many faithful believers in Jesus may, at some point in their lives, experience moments or seasons of such doubts. I'm thankful that Scripture has given us a beautiful, paradoxal prayer that expresses both faith and the lack thereof. In Mark 9, Jesus encounters a father whose son had been demonically tormented since childhood. When Jesus said that the man must have faith, everything is possible for one who believes— The man responded, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. This honest and heartfelt plea invites those of us who struggle with doubt to give it to God, trusting that he can fortify our faith and hold on to us firmly amid the deepest, darkest valleys we'll ever traverse. Heavenly Father, sometimes we doubt. Please help us when we struggle to feel your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we have Sherry Olson in the studio with us today, and we have Joe Dallas on the line. Sherry Olson, Path of Life Services. If you haven't heard her show, go grab that podcast, Right Spokane Perspective, and uh, you can hear all about Path of Life Services. We're going to jump into uh, some more discussion with Joe Dallas after just a tidbit of Path of Life again, just a... a a Reader's Digest, what the listeners oh, readers, missed last time. Reader's Digest version for Path of Life is that we have four areas of ministry. Unplanned pregnancy and support services within that. Post-abortion recovery. We do not offer, perform, or refer for abortions, but we recognize some individuals have made that choice in their life, and they may need to experience healing and the grace that Christ has to offer them. And so we have Bible studies that we take people through, men and women, for post-abortion recovery. Then we also minister to those who are experiencing unwanted same-sex attraction and gender identity, and that also includes their friends and family, their loved ones. So we do have parent support groups and friends and family groups. We have a prayer group that meets every Tuesday, and we pray for about 120 strugglers on a list by name. Um, And just as a a little tidbit of that, we have one individual that we started praying for in 2016. And I got a call at the end of December last year. And it was one of those, you know, as details started to unfold, I was thinking, is this the young individual we've been praying for, for so long? And suggested, you know, they were, they were very involved in the occult and tarot cards and, 
and said they felt like they were at a crossroads in their life. And I'm like, well, you have a phone. Have you ever have you ever thought of maybe downloading the Bible app when I'm struggling and having a difficult time? I'll often read the Psalms and recommended that to this individual, which which is what happened. And a few days later, actually it was on Christmas Eve night, individual called back to let me know we're safe and um, sleeping in their car at that time. I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, it's cold. Are you all right? Yes, but I, I need you to know I've been reading the Psalms every day and I've been praying. And I said, really? And so who are you praying to? And they said, um, praying to the God of the Bible, this God that's in the Psalms. And then on the morning of the 29th of December, I got a, a text from him saying, just want you to know I'm safe with family members outside the area, and um, I have accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior, and I'm in the process of detransitioning. Wow. Yeah, and that was just... That that sounds like some enormous crossroads there, struggling with uh, satanic things and gender identity, and and then just dug into the Psalms. Yeah, dug into the Psalms, got into God's Word, and then now is plugged into, you know, a church and surrounded by individuals who are supporting supporting, um, the detransition process and a new relationship with Christ. And, and it's wild to read texts now of, man, you know, once I started praying, everything I I prayed about, the Lord has answered. And I have a roof over my head. I have a space of my own. I have plenty to eat. I have people surrounding me. I mean, even to hear that message of gratefulness, um, being, you know, transmitted just through texts that we've, you know, we continue to do But And so, of course, that has bolstered our faith as we began praying for this individual in 2016. So that's perseverance. Yes. Perseverance. Yes, absolutely. And, and this is just one story mm-hmm. that comes from Path of Life. And this yes. is Path of Life Services here in Spokane. You can look them up on their website and pathoflifespokane.org. Yes. Um, you guys have an event. This is your fifth annual event called Transformational Truth. And it's an edu- educational conference. You have a guest coming in in Joe Dallas, and we have Joe yes. Dallas on the line. So, uh, thanks for being with us today. Appreciate it. Hey, my pleasure. My pleasure. So, who's Joe Dallas? What have you done with your life, and what led you to be uh, a special presenter at this March first and second event, where people can go to pathoflife.org for the event tickets? You know, so yeah, what did you do with your life that led you to uh, be a part of this transformational truth event? Well, I did with my life just about everything I shouldn't have done, actually. That's probably what led me to this, because I'm one of those people who was very confused, made all the wrong choices, and got interrupted by God. Now, you could apply that description to maybe someone, a woman in crisis pregnancy who decides to abort, or to someone who decides to turn to drugs, or in my case, someone who was sexually confused. Uh, after routine molestation as a boy, uh, why I began identifying as gay, uh, as a teenager, actually, and then did come to Christ uh, in 1971 when I was 16. I'm 69 now, so I'll spare you doing the math. But uh, at at that time, nobody was talking openly about these things as we are right now. I got to tell you, when I first became a Christian, this kind of conversation would have been unheard of. Mm -hmm. So I thought I was the only one in the church who wrestled with same-sex attractions. And because of that, I kept them secret until finally, after about seven years, I decided to just give in to them and go whole hog into a a very licentious lifestyle. And then uh, to try to justify that to myself, I started attending a pro-gay church, actually wound up on staff with them, and for about six years, 
very actively promoted the idea that uh, the Bible condoned homosexuality. So all of that spells confusion. God brought me to repentance in 1984, and within a few years, I had a real burden to start a biblical counseling ministry to people who had been through the same kind of confusion I had been through and who wanted out. So Sherry and I crossed paths a few years ago, and we found a lot of overlap in in our work, Uh, not just in the fact that both of our ministries address people with same-sex attractions, but the, the general principles apply whether we're talking pro-life or whether we're talking pro-family or whether we're talking just healthy gender identity. In all cases, you've got confusion, you've got a retreat from what God intended, and then graciously, a couple of things happen, I think, simultaneously. One, God calls people out of that and back into truth, and God calls people who have been in that kind of confusion to step up and say, okay, Glad you're joining us. We'd like to help you um, with some of the information that we've gotten ourselves. So I think that's what basically brought me back to this is my life got interrupted by God. Now I've got the honor, really, and and the joy of walking alongside other people who've been interrupted in in a similar way. Well, we definitely need more people standing up for people that find themselves in these situations questioning God's design and, and, you know, falling prey to what's going on in the culture. But it's also happening, like you said, in churches. And this isn't anything new, but it's a, a lot more dominant in church circles to uh, embrace the the LGBTQIA2 plus S. I don't even, I don't know how much they're going to add. Hard to keep up it, with it, man. It is. I think I got it almost right, though. I, I, don't, I don't know all the symbols that are going to follow. But it's a dangerous world we're putting in front of children, and it's really advertised as the coolest thing to do. And then you see these destroys life. And and we can't even talk about the reality of where these things came from. Years ago, they used to do studies, and like in the story that you told, unfortunately, most of these individuals had some traumas and were abused as children. Yes, and I think that there's always going to be some result of that. Now, sometimes it will be homosexuality. Sometimes it will be violence. Sometimes it will be promiscuity or depression. But you cannot tamper with children without paying a terrible price. Everybody loses when that happens. And uh, so I, I think that you're right. It's it's a time when even the church is being influenced, I I really think, seduced into believing a number of lies. But I think one major problem we've got that I hope to address at the conference is the church's immune system. You know, when I was part of the gay community um, in the early 80s, that was at the beginning of the AIDS epidemic. And I saw firsthand the horrible things that happened to the body when the immune system is broken down and these diseases invade the body, which would not otherwise invade it if the immune system was healthy and intact. Now, in the modern church, we've got a serious lack of what I would call biblical discernment, the ability to discern truth from error based on a good working knowledge of the scripture. When that immune system is not intact, the church becomes subject to all sorts of false teachings, even heresies that are floating around that would not affect a healthy body. And so I think that that the problems we have when churches fall for, like the pro-gay theology, or a pro-choice ideology, or you know any number of different false teachings, 
it's symptomatic of the lack of biblical foundation that a lot of believers have these days. And uh, so that's something I hope we can address head on, because I think a lot of the problems we're facing would be resolved if we got back to a good working understanding of the Word of God, and of course, in obedience to it as well. Well, we have a, a culture now, a society that that we have struggles, not just with our identities, not just our identities in Christ, but also what the, our language is, the, the words that we're using, what they mean. So many things are being confused that sometimes it's hard to even communicate because, you know, you might offend someone. And I think that we just have to focus on the truth. And that's why this is a conference about transformational truth. This is a conference you can get tickets for, Path of Life Services. It's pathoflifespokane.org slash events. It's going to be at Fourth Memorial Church. That's 2000 North Standard. Again, Fourth Memorial Church. All the information is at pathoflifespokane.org. And it's a Friday, Saturday, two-day event, March 1st and 2nd. Get all your details there. This is just coming up in a few weeks, folks. This is uh, the shortest month of the year. So that you got time is short. you got to act fast. pathoflifespokane.org. Um, so I'm going to jump over really quick to Sherry Olson before we take a break. Uh what are people going to expect when they go to this event? What's what's going to be the schedule? Yeah. yeah, the schedule. It's a Friday. Starts on a Friday evening. Um, we'll serve. It'll be a simple meal, like you know, just a buffet um, sort of thing, where you can come get dinner, and we'll start. Doors will open at six o'clock that night. Come in, get your dinner, and then there. First of all, we'll start with a presentation by Dr. Kristen Collier. Kristen Collier is the um, the physician. Um, she works at the at Michigan State University and. She is the physician that in July of 2022, a number of students walked out of her presentation of at their white coat ceremony because she has pro-life viewpoints. Um, she's quite articulate, and she will be making a presentation on Friday night on microchimerism, which is the um, cells from a baby are left in a mother's body even after the child is born. And this was discovered many years ago. A woman um, had been in a vehicle accident, and they were finding um, male cells in her body. And it was like, what? Are you pregnant? No, but she had aborted a baby a number of years ago. And so the study of microchimerism came about. And so Kristen will be focusing on, you know, how we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And there's intentionality behind this design in our bodies. And then she'll also present again then on Saturday morning. And she will be, her presentation there will focus more on like, what is medicine? Because of the pol politicization of it. Currently, it's like, why are we, what, what is a role, what is your role as a physician when you are practicing medicine and you then you're approaching it from this secular political standpoint or, or even as the standpoint of, golly, I can make all kinds of money by um, doing well, these, these specialized surgeries. Things, or, the what happened to do yeah. no harm, right? I mean, that's, yeah. that's one of the things that we used to have in the medical industry. We got to take a break. We're going to be right back again with... Uh, Joe Dallas, he's on the line with us. He's going to be at this event. Again, go to pathoflifespokane.org to get those tickets. We're going to be right back, talk more about this event and what's going on in the world around us. We'll be right back. Today, we want to think about how our founding fathers established a nearly foolproof system of government. Its checks and balances are among the most noteworthy aspects of our republic. Our government, when functioning as it was designed, champions our liberties and prevents our government from becoming tyrannical and oppressive. By and large, however, the American people are sadly uninformed about democratic principles and their role in safeguarding our freedoms. What's more, 
the clearly defined lines between the three branches of government are becoming blurred and the United States citizens are paying the price. We must continue to pray that God protects our way of life, asking him that he would allow men and women in office who are committed to serving their constituents with integrity. We must remain in prayer for our elections, asking God to promote our fellow citizens to become more involved in this process. Voting is both a duty and a privilege, and the outcomes of our political races are critical in determining the future course of our nation. If you would take a moment to visit our website, we have a list of all of our elected officials. Go to www.rightspokaneperspective.com and let's all take a moment to pray for our officials and for the laws that they're looking at passing. Now back to our show. And welcome back to Right Spokane Perspective on this Transformational Truth Educational Conference Thursday episode. Again, we're talking about Path of Life. Sherry Olson in the studio with us today, Joe Dallas on the line. So we ran off into the break. We talked about Friday and the um, medical practitioner in Kristen Mm -hmm. Collier. Mm -hmm. And Joe Dallas is going to be there for Saturday, but Kristen is also going to be there Saturday. Kristen will also be there on Saturday, and she'll, uh, you know, her medical presentation actually I think will lay a beautiful foundation for what Joe was describing earlier about, you know, I mean, the immunization or inoculation of the church. I mean, what does it look like? And and then he'll be moving through that and how it's a, it's applicable in our culture currently, what we're seeing, um, because this event is for, you know, lay leaders at church, for pastors, for youth pastors. We have some um, youth groups that are going to be there. The Gonzaga Students for Life is going to be there, as are the Whitworth Students for Life. Um, and so it is for, and it's, but it's not just a student event. Anybody who is in a church setting in leadership, we are really encouraging those churches. I mean, we have affirming churches here in Spokane and it's like, please come hear this message and hear the truth of what these experts in their fields have to tell us. And I mean, Joe is one of the best as far as LGBTQ issues go. And I mean, he's not only had the lived experience, he's also got, you know, the, the other educational side and he has been speaking. He's a very well-established author um, on a variety of LGBTQ topics and, and can be helpful for individuals who are struggling as well as their friends and families. Just for, as another story, we had a young man contact us, drop in the center one day, and it's one of those, oh, fiddle. We don't have, you know, we didn't have a male consultant there at the time, so I sat down in our conference room and visited with him, and he was struggling with um, same-sex attraction, and he had told his parents. He was terrified to tell his parents because he's from a Christian family, and his mom gave him a book. Um, called um, Desires in Conflict by Joe Dallas. Oh, by Joe Dallas. Oh, so, yes. So Joe <laughs> Dallas isn't just a special presenter at this event that's coming up. He's also an author. So again, folks, you got to, yes. you know, look this up. Go to pathoflifespokane.org events. You're going to find the information about this. It's coming up March 1st and 2nd. So we're going to have a special presenter and author in Joe Dallas there. Uh, Joe, I'm going to drag you back into the conversation because one of the things that um, Sherry was just talking about was having the different types of people at this event, whether it's students or leaders. Maybe it's student leaders that are in a church that is an affirming church, a church that is guiding youth down a path of destruction and still pretending to be biblical. And I know you have a heart around being lied to and taking down those kinds of paths. I do. And, and really at this conference, we're going to be wearing a few different hats, I, I think, because 
On the one hand, we want to be speaking corrective truth to people who have either been taught or who have been believing errors. We want to do that. But we also want to speak to people who already know the truth, but want to know how to better walk it out. Uh, I think we'll have people who will come who will say, all right, I know homosexuality is not God's will, but I have these feelings. What do I do with them? Or what do I do about my lesbian daughter? Or what do I say to my dear friend? who is considering transitioning. So we want to speak, um, basically speak, wear the apologetics hat, the apologist hat, as we talk to people who are believing errors. But we also want to wear the pastoral hat to people who are wanting biblically-based counsel at this event. And we also want to help people be better equipped to speak these issues themselves. I'm hoping that we can give people material that, that they'll be able to replicate, that they'll be able to take back to their own churches and say, okay, while I was there, this is what I learned at this event about uh, well, about the human body, about pregnancy, about what abortion is, about what it isn't, why God's plan for sexuality is the one that works and so forth. We really hope that people will be better equipped after they attend there. So yes. that's largely what's, uh, at least that's what's on my agenda. For so there, there's going to be a whole bunch of materials that are at this event. And folks, this is a very affordable event. So if you have someone that's questioning the world around them, someone that's questioning the church that they're in, someone that needs to be equipped really in everyday life. If they're a human resource manager, I feel at this point, they probably need this training because we're being pushed around biologically and spiritually in the world. And we've got to be equipped on how we can, you know, face those demons and, and those, those things that are chasing our culture around. And, and I think this event being just $10 for Friday and then, you know, looking at $5 for students on Saturday and then $15 for the Saturday for non-students, that's too affordable to miss if you want to get prepared to face this chaos that's, that's happening in our culture as well as the congregations and the churches that we're in. So, uh, again, March 1st and 2nd, pathoflifespokane.org. So you're also an author, Joe. Yes. Um, you know, it's funny how I've never been comfortable with saying I'm an author. I've written nine books. I guess I qualify. But uh, I think you yeah. qualify after your first book, though. Okay, so. well, then then I guess I'm an author. And, and you qualify because haven't you been banned by Amazon? Oh, yeah. Now that I will wear as a badge of courage. Okay. Yeah. That is Amazon a ministry in my itself. Book had to be that dangerous book you mentioned earlier, Desires and Conflict. Yeah. A couple of years ago, Amazon notified my publisher and said that book has been complained against. It doesn't meet our community standards. Oh, Just FYI. Oh, no. I checked some of the other books they were still carrying. My dangerous book was written to help men who wanted to overcome homosexuality. Yes. Now, they still were carrying Hitler's Mein Kampf, just interesting point. Well, but I think um, they should. I mean, we need to know the history. We, we, you know, we shouldn't have history banned. We need to know where the communists are coming from. And one of the things that's in Mein Kampf is controlling information and banning books like yours. So, you know, we got to, we got to understand. The irony. Yeah, that, that's the irony, right? I mean, look, I am, I am uh, just unapologetically for whatever when it comes to freedom of speech and freedom of writing i don't care how disgusting offensive whatever i want ideas to be out there so we can challenge them rather than give anyone the power to tell us what we may or may not say 
Yeah. So again, I found it ironic that that Amazon would so contradict itself. It published material that if you were just going to ban something because it could be deemed dangerous, there's stuff they carry that's, that is pretty dangerous. Yes. And yet, like you, I would rather see it there. I don't want to censor anyone. Well, well, maybe you want us to be able to challenge ideas. Maybe I should look in my copy of Mein Kampf and send the section about controlling information to, you know, implement communist agendas that came out of Mein Kampf, which, by the way, was written by Adolf Hitler. Right. Yeah. And and again, I, I think, though, we get back to something very foundational here. I do think there is a problem of conscience, and this is what Paul told the Romans, both in chapter 1 and 2 of his letter to the Romans, that that even the unregenerated person, the unsaved person, has a sense of conscience. And if that conscience is violated, if somebody knows innately that, hey, something's wrong here, like the aborting of a child, I happen to think that's one of the most counterintuitive things a woman could do. I think that it goes against her very natural grain. But I think that when these things are are being practiced and someone wants to silence their own conscience about it, then they also want to silence the voice of anybody who is in agreement with their conscience. And that's what I think the real problem is here. People it almost who don't seems, feel secure want to shut everybody else up. Well, it almost seems like they have to make it more acceptable to themselves mm-hmm. to, you know, you have to sell it even to yourself. And I actually, we were having a discussion just a a week or so ago on the show about what's going on in the world and, and how can people advocate for the destruction of human life in so many different ways in our culture. And, and our guest reminded me of the biblical passage of being, um, or having a seared Seared conscience. conscience. Yes. Yes. So your books, just so that, you know, the folks out there that, you know, if you want, Mein Kampf, you can go to Amazon, but you can't get <laughs> Joe Dallas's books there. But Joe Dallas has books available. Where would people find those? Well, they can find all of my books on Amazon, ex- except for, of course, that one. Desires um, and yeah. <laughs> I just, the inconsistency, I got to find hilarious because I would say all of my books are as biblically based and take mm-hmm. the same position as mm-hmm. that, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can also go to my website, joedallas.com, just my name, joedallas.com. And that also has all my books available as well as the different biblical counseling services we have and different online services we have as well. So joedallas.com for the books. And yes. for other information, um, how to contact you about some of the services, uh, and maybe uh, reach out to Joe Dallas. What, what other kinds of things do you do as far as, uh, you know, resources on your website and people contacting you? Well, I do a free monthly uh, service for pastors called The Challenge. That's a monthly Zoom meeting for anyone who is in leadership uh, in, in the ministry. And we talk uh, every month about different ministry approaches to LGBTQ, counseling someone who's same-sex attracted or counseling a transgender person or establishing policies in your church, all of the different ministry challenges that come up. Uh, I do a podcast called Christians in a Council Culture. We have that available as well. I do Zoom counseling and consultations, both for leaders who are wanting to beef up their ministry approaches and for people who are personally struggling with all of these issues. Well, those are great services, and I'm glad that you're coming to Spokane to do this event. Again, folks, pathoflifespokane.org. It's a March 1st and 2nd event, Friday, Saturday. You got to make sure you get this to students. So there is a discount for the students. And I almost feel like any college student that's been in college for more than a couple of years 
or maybe they're going to be going to college and they need to be armed with information because this is just getting pushed so hard on our youth. What are you hearing, Joe, about the institutions and how hard they're pushing this on our youth? Oh, it is massive indoctrination. I would even say it's a crusade. Um, You have a crusade to revise our understanding of foundational concepts, justice, marriage, sexuality, truth, tolerance, freedom. And this crusade, whether you want to call it woke, whether you call it social justice or identity politics. It's an institutionalized seared conscience. That's what yeah, I, we call I, and, it. and I think it is basically demanding that all of us join those who have seared consciences. And uh, I think ultimately the target is going to be the church. Uh, I think that the first conquest is the culture. The next is the church. And I think that basically these institutions, education, psychiatry, media, certainly entertainment, they all are basically looking at the church saying, it's your turn now to revise your understanding of truth. And now the question to us is going to be, well, okay, do we cave or do we stand? And I think that that ultimately what is going to introduce hardship for Christians is not going to be what we do. It's going to be what we refuse to do. And, and yet I think God's people are at their best when they say a godly no to the direction the culture is going. Yeah, we, we definitely have to start listening to our conscience, face those that have a seared conscience, give them the path of life. Again, that's pathoflifespokane.org. Contact them. Uh, what's your phone number again, Sherry? 509-444-9035. You can reach us that way, or you can get us through email at info, I-N-F-O, at pathoflifespokane.org. Well, thank you very much for your time today. Sherry Olson with Path of Life and Joe Dallas. Again, for his books, it's joedallas.com. But for the event coming up March 1st and 2nd, students get a discount. If you got college students that are facing these issues, Kids that are in leadership and church, churches that are struggling with this, church leaders, look at this event, March 1st, 2nd, Path of Life, Spokane.org. Thanks. All that being said, we'll be with you folks again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. You have been listening to Right Spokane Perspective. We are sponsored by Right Spokane Perspective, LLC, and made possible by advertisers you hear and contributions from listeners like you.